Um, hello, good afternoon. Uh, we're a little bit pressed for time, so we'll start. So we have an amazing panel for you today here. Um, we have um, Sabina Hurman from the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development. And we have Ioannis Kaltsas, Head of Division for European Investment Bank. We also have Takis Solomos, uh, First Athens Corporate. And um, we have George Katsanos from Levant. And last but not least, uh, Thor Talseth uh, from Amera Capital. All um, ladies and gentlemen have invested in Greece uh, for some time. Uh, so they can tell us a little bit of the experience they've had up to now. And uh, they will also give us a little bit of the outlook for um, 2018 and 2019 looking forward. So uh, without delay, I will go to the lady first. Uh, and she can go a little bit through uh, the experience that DBRD um, uh, has had up to today investing uh, in the Greek market. Sabina, the floor is yours. Okay, good afternoon, everybody. Um, we're the new kid on the block. I came to Greece in 2015. EBRD's been around for over 25 years, but Greece is a new country of operation. So we're still quite new. Um, we had a quick start, established an office, had local staff, and in the first three months, invested 320 million. A big chunk of that, obviously, was the recap of the Greek banks. Subsequently, um, we've built up to 1.35 billion, which is not bad going. It's exceeded expectations back at base in London, which is good. And we've covered a whole range of sectors. Uh, and I'm quite proud to say from as small as a, a $3.5 million investment in Polfish, which is a, a polling application, uh, which was done through our internal venture capital fund, to $188 million, uh, to support the privatization of the regional airports, and then several things in between. Um, we've supported the banks a lot with securitizations, covered bonds, and what we call our trade finance program. Uh, in the corporate sector, again, we've done quite a few bonds, both euro bonds and local bonds issued on AFICS. Um, and then finally, in the other, everything else, which is municipal um, privatizations and energy. Our focus tends to be, you know, we're not purely commercial, we're not profit maximizing, although we do seek a profit, we have to demonstrate that it's sound banking, but we also have to have a story around any deal that we do, and that tends to be, uh, we're quite heavy on environmental, we may look at green elements, even if it's in property and tourism, or backward linkages, so that small businesses are, are able to um, supply the large hotels and, and benefit from that tourism. So we always look for an angle, um, which we can normally find. Uh, I think we've probably got a couple of other things to sign this year, and, and, and our first will be in a, a property transaction, which I think is uh, something we'll do more of next year. And then finally, I think next year, I, I say this, I've been saying it every year since I came, but I, I really do believe that next year will be the year of NPLs. And we're ready to support that in a variety of ways, either uh, through services, uh, participating in equity, or more importantly, I think, providing new money to those services if they want to restructure firms, uh, or finally, uh, co-financing acquisitions of portfolios for banks. So we're ready to do more business next year. Uh, I look forward to seeing you in Athens.
Thank you, Sabina. Thank you very much. Um, Yanis, uh, if you want, you can take the floor. Thank you very much. My name is Yanis Kaltsas. I'm uh, head of division for uh, Greece and Cyprus, covering public sector and banking operations. Uh, I was doing actually the last two weeks an interesting exercise, looking at the financing of the EIB throughout, throughout the history of engagement with uh, Greece. Uh, in fact, uh, EIB, its first operation in Greece was back in 1963. And uh, during this period, in, uh, in terms of 2016 values, the EIB financed 75 billion euros of projects uh, in Greece. And I distinguish this in three periods, actually. The first period is from 1963 to 1981, when Greece, uh, before Greece entered the European Union, which uh, EIB financed about 15 billion euros, uh, with the exception, was very active with the exception of the seven years of dictatorship were not present. And then there was an investment boom from 1981 until 2008, where the EIB financed 45 billion euros in, uh, of, uh, of investments. And then from 2008 until this year, about another 15 billion euros. And we try to extract lessons, what we saw this period, and what we can deduce for the years to come. For example, during the period of 1981 to, 19, uh, to 2008, uh, a lot of these investments, they went to the public sector. About two-thirds of these investments were co-financing, helping Greece to leverage structural funds. And in fact, with the EIB uh, uh, assistance, the, Greek Repu the Hellenic Republic managed to leverage this amount with a factor of five. So, in terms of the future, in terms first on the public invest in, in investments, what we see is a number of big projects coming the next three years. After a period of relative, relative hesitation, there was a period, a period through the financial crisis where we saw Greece, the big projects kind of taking time to materialize. But we have to keep in mind that this will be the last period where we're going to have a generous package of structural funds coming to Greece. Post-2020, the picture for Greece will be different. So it's very important that Greece takes advantage of these funds. With respect to private sector, we also see through the privatization process that a number of big projects will, will move ahead. Tomorrow, our board of directors will take a decision for 750 million euros to uh, go towards the top projects, for example. There are some mega projects that there will be coming in Greece and where the private sector participation will be uh, very important. Having said that, banks like ours, EBRD, or other public banks, it is my belief, cannot do anything if the Greek financial system does not stand in its feet. Our, our involvement is not to substitute the Greek financial system. And for this, I will agree with Sabina that next year is the year of the banks. Actually, it's not only for Greece. In Cyprus, where I'm also responsible, the problems are very similar. The NPLs are even higher where, where, uh, uh, with respect to what the NPLs are for the Greek banks. So 
the Greek financial system and the stabilization, it is, I think, the, the big bet that we have to see for the years to, to come. And I am optimistic about it. Actually, if I compare the climate, even in this conference this year, vis-a-vis -vis the conference last year, you will, for those that you happen to be here last year, you will see there's a much more positive atmosphere. And there are some factors that indicate that things will remain positive. Tourism, we expect to be a good year, a new record maybe this year. We expect a growth in Europe, and we do expect also, as I mentioned before, private investors, more private investors coming to the country. So there are some positive news, but the overall environment, we should not forget, does remain fragile. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Yanis. Uh, we've heard uh, two uh, important, let's say, uh, positions. Uh, we've heard that next year is going to be the year of the NPLs, and next year is going to be the year of the banks. Uh, we know banks, uh, real estate, and uh, NPLs are three very important subjects. We've heard these this morning, um, a lot of comments on that. I'm uh, wondering, Takis, if you have um, a view uh, on something which is maybe a little bit different than uh, banks and NPLs. Please. Thanks so much, Constantine. Uh, actually, next year, most probably, is going to be also the year of the private equity increase because uh, there is a, a significant number of new funds that are going to be active in the market. Uh, we estimate that a total of around uh, 500 million euros is going to be available in the market from private and from uh, international finance institutions and private investors. So I do believe that the next year is going to be a very, very important year uh, for all, uh, uh, let's say, the supply chain of the financial system for the Greek market. Uh, my name is Takis Solomos. I'm uh, a partner with First Athens. Uh, we are uh, venture capital and private equity uh, managers uh, uh, targeting investments in, uh, in Greece. We started uh, the private, equ uh, private equity uh, practice uh, back in 2012 with our first uh, Elikonos fund. Uh, this fund was established under the Jeremy Initiative and was primarily funded by the European Investment Fund, which is a subsidiary of the European Investment Bank. And um, we started investing uh, this fund back in 2012. Uh, we went through examining uh, investment opportunities in about uh, 300 projects. We invested uh, 17 million euros, which is obviously a small amount, but it was uh, very significant back then for the local market, along with the other four funds uh, under the Jeremy Initiative. Uh, we have invested these funds in 11 uh, businesses. And uh, the most important thing that uh, I need to, to declare to this audience here today is that since we have started uh, examining now the exits of our investments, I am very happy to, uh, to say that uh, there is a vibrant market for, uh, from a buyer's perspective, so there are people that uh, are interested to examine uh, to buy out our investments, first of all, because there has to be a market in order to, to have a transaction. But the most important thing is that we are examining uh, exits from our fund with uh, very, very significant returns. 
have already exited from an investment with a 16% uh, IRR. We are have a proposal to exit an additional investment that uh, uh, implies uh, a three times multiple to our investment amounts, amount which is uh, uh, very, very important for our uh, trajectory to returns. And we are also in discussion for an additional, additional exit uh, that is going to imply a 20% IRR. So uh, I'm very happy to say that there is a market increase for private equity. There is uh, interest for, uh, there is significant deal flow. There is interest for the exit. So when uh, there is a quality investment, there is a market that people want to, to take it to the next level. And uh, we feel that, uh, as I said, the 2018 is going to be a, also a very good private equity year. Uh, thank you very much, Takis. Uh, George, your um, organization invests more on uh, public uh, securities. Could you tell us a little bit of um, how your involvement with uh, Greece came to be? Sure. Uh, thank you, Kostadine. Uh, honored guests, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Levant Partners is an Athens-based uh, investment uh, management firm, uh, but we have been investing in the EMEA region uh, for a long time. It is a region we know very well and feel closely connected to both uh, geographically and culturally. It has allowed us to uh, follow some pretty spectacular crises over the years. The collapse of Russia in the late 90s, the collapse of Turkey in 2001, the great financial crisis and the Arab Spring. What we saw in all of these cases is that crises are brutal as markets typically collapse by anywhere from 70 to 90%. But they also breed opportunity. Countries usually are forced to uh, reform. And after a period of volatility, as these reforms uh, take time to permeate, uh, they enter the recovery phase. This is the most interesting part of the cycle, uh, as returns at uh, that stage can be huge. We see, we've seen 900% uh, nine, uh, returns in the case of Turkey, to even as high as 3,000% uh, in the case of Russia. We actually believe that Greece is uh, at this stage right now. So when the, cre the Greek crisis hit home, uh, it was natural for us to get involved. Uh, following the collapse of 2012, we raised close to 150 million euros in a separate uh, mandate, and we were among the few early investors who bought Greek paper at 15 cents. In late 2014, and following a period of strong returns, we decided to return money to investors as we were getting worried about politics at the time. Currently, we have increased our Greek assets once again, and we're heavily involved uh, with, uh, with, with Greece, specifically on the, on the equity side, as we believe that the market is uh, currently entering the recovery phase. Thank you. Thank you, George. Um, to Thor, you've, uh, you're a managing director at Amera Capital, so you've um, already invested um, in the Greek economy, in the Greek market. Could you tell us a few words of uh, your investment and how this uh, came to be? Sure. So Ameri Capital is a private equity fund based here in New York. Uh, we manage uh, $2 billion uh, on behalf of uh, U.S. Uh, pensions and endowments. Uh, we invest exclusively in uh, what we call up and midstream agri and aqua businesses. So very focused uh, niche. Uh, we believe that uh, aquaculture as a sector is uh, attractive. Uh, we are currently invested in aquaculture on three different continents. And we see that the increased demand for seafood uh, is not going to stop uh, anytime soon. 
and uh, we want to be a part of that uh, megatrend. Uh, Greece has some uh, unique uh, advantages when it comes to aquaculture from, from nature's uh, uh, side. Uh, great locations, uh, clean water, stable water temperature, and so on. Uh, because of this, uh, we invested in what we uh, consider uh, uh, well-managed, uh, well-positioned company called Andromeda that is farming fish both in Greece and in Spain. When we invest, we typically invest in a platform company and uh, support the company with capital and whatever it might need to continue the growth. So Andromeda is a platform company to, to grow in the aquaculture sector in the Mediterranean region. Thank you, Thor. Uh, we've done a full round. Uh, back to the lady close to me. Um, could you tell us a little bit about the funding mechanisms of um, how uh, funds are deployed uh, for uh, the EBRD and uh, what are the opportunities for 2018? Uh, where do you think the market is going? Um, uh, what are you looking at uh, mostly uh, as a priority? Well, we tend to be demand-driven. So I suppose looking forward, um, I see the privatizations. We'll try and support more of those. Uh, as Yanis mentioned, there's a huge transaction with TAP next year. Um, we'd love to get involved in, in agriculture, but generally we find the, trans the company is very small. I think it needs some consolidation. So if there were someone to come in and, and drive that, we'd, we'd like to look at that. And then, as I said, probably more in the renewable space. Um, we've already done wind, but we'd expect a little bit in solar and biomass as well as more wind farms next year. And then finally, you know, NPLs uh, and, and some more covered bonds for the banks. Yanis, uh, um, what is your outlook for 2018 for the uh, European Investment Bank? And also, if you touch upon a little bit on the challenges you face or you um, expect to face for next year uh, for the Greek economy. I just would like to continue a point by George uh, Katsanos. He mentioned about uh, uh, the crisis. Uh, I'm teaching in the University of Luxembourg, so I asked my graduate students to look into the Greek financial crisis and find a comparison with other financial crises in, developing, uh, in developed countries. There is no precedence of a deeper crisis than the Greek financial crisis. Being in New York, the, we, we could compare it with the Great Depression. And indeed, the Great Depression, somebody can argue that for a few percentage points, the decline was, uh, was steeper. Having said that, the Great Depression didn't last the period that the Greek financial crisis lasted. And why do I mention this? I mention this that after so many years of a deep financial crisis, it is natural the economy to come up. So there will be investment opportunities. The EIB will do about 2 billion euros, a little bit more than 2 billion euros of investments this year. We expect to maintain uh, for the next few years uh, about this amount, 2 billion of, uh, euros a year. This is our business plan. What are the challenges for the private investments? I, I hear very often the debate about taxation. Taxes are very high, so this is why 
private investors are not coming. Actually, with our discussions with the private investors, what we find that is that this is not the biggest impediment. Uh, what we feel that uh, it holds them more often is the non-financial costs, the uncertainty, the regulatory environment, a special way of doing business in Greece. And I think if we have to talk about challenges of the Greek economy to, to go faster, this is what we have to see first and not, uh, and not the taxation. I, I will not argue, of course, that lower taxes would, of course, boost the economy. But I don't believe that this is the biggest problem currently for, for investments. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Takis, back to you. Um, you mentioned uh, significant deal flow uh, opportunities for 2018. Could you uh, walk us through a little bit more of uh, your outlook for 2018 and uh, 2019, please? Definitely. Uh, from, uh, we are investors in uh, the SME sector. Uh, we are now raising a second fund uh, that we estimate that is going to close around 60 to 65 million euros that's going to target uh, more or less all the sectors of the Greek economy and we feel that on the SME front uh, there is a significant opportunity to invest. Uh, we do feel that uh, there is uh, a significant number of Greek businesses that have gone through the crisis uh, with uh, positive results, uh, uh, growing companies that uh, they target exports, and uh, these companies need uh, at this time uh, more equity rather than additional debt. Uh, so from a private equity perspective, we feel that there is an excellent opportunity to identify companies that are high growth and they will utilize this kind of capital to grow further outside of Greece in the export markets and taking Greek companies and services around the world and we feel that this is going to create significant returns. And uh, in that, uh, by raising now this uh, capital, we have gone through uh, tens of companies and we have identified uh, at least uh, five to six excellent investment opportunities that uh, should be financed uh, in any country of the world and not uh, that are related with the Greek economic crisis or anything like that. Well, thank you very much. Uh, George, uh, back to you. Uh, you also have a plan for 2018-2019. Uh, uh, could you walk us through uh, sure, your sure. views on that, please? Uh, actually, the short answer is that we are very bullish on Greece. Uh, we believe uh, that after a period of volatility, 2018 will be a seminal year of great improvement for, for the country. In fact, uh, in, in light of recent events, we may, uh, we may say that things are moving in the right direction faster than anyone would have thought possible. Uh, let me draw your attention to what happened last week. It was the first time uh, that the Greek government managed to complete the staff level agreement ahead of time. Even the most optimistic uh, commentators were expecting such an agreement to come towards the end of uh, the first quarter. Uh, incidentally, anybody remember uh, what was the delay in the second review? Mm. It was about eight months. Uh, so the main message here is that uh, the country, uh, things are changing in, in Greece. First of all, uh, the country is going to be growing meaningfully again for the first time, let's say in a decade, at 2.5%. Uh, Unemployment is also continue, uh, continues to fall. Over the past three years, the Greek economy has generated close to 200,000 new jobs, 90,000 of which uh, in the current year alone. Also, in 2018, uh, the country will exit the memorandum uh, program, and um, debt relief is also in the cards. Another important point uh, we feel it's uh, important to mention is that um, populism is finally dead. 
A leading think tank estimates that around 62% of Greeks believe that the crisis was caused by Greece's own structural problems and not some uh, foreign conspiracy. And actually, are, um, I want to try a new growth model. 84% of Greeks support job-generating FDI, while 55% support shrinking of the public sector and reducing taxation even at the expense of entitlement benefits. So looking at the markets, equity have collapsed by anywhere to close to 90%, and the market actually looks like the mirror image of any major market in the world, which might be at all-time highs. Greek assets rank among the cheapest and most depressed assets in the world right now, despite double-digit free cash flow yields and the huge earnings recovery potential of uh, Greek corporates. Finally, uh, we think it's very important to note that uh, Greek companies have been operating under a hostile environment of collapsing demand, lack of credit, capital controls, and have been forced to reorganize, deleverage, and become super efficient. Uh, it is fair to say, ladies and gentlemen, that management teams of Greek companies have become masters in navigating adversity. We think that their talent, creativity, agility, and experience are world-class, and this is certainly not priced in the market right now. So these are the main reasons that uh, make us very bullish on Greece, and we believe that Greek assets are probably a unique uh, investment opportunity right now. Thank you very much. Thank you, George. Thank you very much. Um, Thor, uh, back to you. Uh, please uh, let us know also uh, what are your um, uh, growth opportunities, let's say, for 2018, and what are the challenges you expect to face uh, uh, going into the new year? What are your plans uh, for uh, uh, the year coming? Yeah, so I would say that uh, as, uh, as an owner of a Greek company, we have been well uh, received and supported by authorities and, and the banking community. Um, we, we see from, from the global aquaculture industry that in order to create a successful, profitable, uh, aquaculture industry, you need to have a close cooperation between the industry, the political and regulatory uh, authorities, and the banking sector. Without this uh, cooperation, it will not work. And we see that uh, there is a great interest from both uh, the regulators and from the banks to uh, fully understand what is needed for the aquaculture industry to be successful. Uh, aquaculture is a highly regulated industry. So we need to play um, together in order to be successful. Uh, we see that this can improve in Greece as it can do in, in most countries. And we will play an active role and be proactive in uh, making sure that, uh, that, that uh, uh, we will find a platform uh, so that the Greek aquaculture industry can grow going forward. Thank you, thank you, Thor. We have a, f a few minutes um, left. If you have any questions, I think it's the time to ask the lady and the gentleman on the panel if uh, anybody has a gentleman uh, poster. Please go ahead. A microphone for the gentleman, please. Um, 
this uh, this question is uh, is uh, mostly addressed to uh, uh, Mr. Solomos and uh, Mr. Katsanos as uh, uh, culturally Greek investors in the Greek market. Um, do you feel that the reform program, the adjustment program that is uh, is coming to an end in 2018 has addressed uh, all the real issues that make Greece an, or might make Greece an attractive investment destination or would you see um, additional areas where a local program of reform, something that is owned entirely by domestic policy is, is necessary in other areas, and what would be those areas? George, would you like Takis, to... uh, do you want to go first? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, we, we feel uh, that uh, there have been uh, significant steps towards the right direction so far, but of course um, uh, the Greek market needs uh, a lot of time for these reforms, first of all, to get to the actual economy. And of course, they need to be complemented by some, uh, uh, let's say, additional measures in our opinion. Uh, so for example, we do feel that uh, there should be uh, some taxa taxation incentives for, the, for investors. And uh, we believe that uh, the current taxation levels are not re really sustainable. But of course, uh, Mr. Tsipras uh, only recently mentioned that in 2019, the government will start examining uh, uh, some taxation initiatives for investors, but also for uh, the corporate uh, sector in Greece. So just to, to, to reply directly then, uh, we do feel that there have been significant steps to the right direction, but uh, uh, private investment and foreign direct investment need, need to be encouraged even more from a fiscal perspective and uh, a taxation perspective. I would also agree uh, with Takis. Uh, I think uh, the macro reforms uh, are almost complete and done. Um, where we need to do some, some work, I think it's on uh, property rights, legal framework, and the, um, we need to also expedite the private uh, investments. Thank you, George. Uh, the gentleman. Uh, are there any interests on the part of the big technology companies to invest in Greece, either building facilities there or investing? So, uh, Big technology, uh, invest in Greece. Uh, Takis, you want to take this uh, as well? Look, I mean, uh, Greece uh, have not really been renowned uh, the last, let's say, decades for its uh, technology. I mean, Greece is not Israel, obviously. However, uh, having said that, uh, we have seen uh, the last uh, five years uh, a significant increase in the development of uh, jobs uh, related with technology. Uh, so we... Uh, uh, there have been uh, significant co companies that have, out of Greece, have expanded uh, uh, around the world uh, with technology pro uh, uh, projects and uh, programs. And actually, we have seen some uh, significant exits from venture capital-backed technology companies in Greece. But having said that, uh, we don't see Greece at this point uh, uh, that has attracted really the likes of uh, Microsoft or, or Apple or this kind of uh, global corporations in developing significant uh, presence in Greece from a technology development uh, and value addition perspective. But this is something that we feel that uh, it has to be identified because for 
uh, a number of reasons. There have been a significant uh, quality of Greek engineers developed in the local universities. And uh, we feel that now with the initiative of the Equifund, which is a different uh, private equity initiative primarily of the Greek government and the European Investment Fund, there are going to be some funds that are going to target university level funding for students. And we do feel that the, all this, uh, let's say, activity is going to increase the awareness of the multinational corporations for talent in Greece and hence investment in uh, this kind of the equation. Uh, thank you, Dax. Actually, it's a very good question. Uh, I wonder if, uh, Ioannis, do you, have, uh, do you see technology investing are there uh, any uh, proposals uh, related to technology investing coming into Greece uh, from your perspective? From, uh, no, I, I agree side? with uh, with Takis. Uh, I, I, I think there are many small uh, uh, small businesses, uh, technology businesses, where they hire very talented uh, Greek engineers, graduates, and they have an export-oriented profile. So they provide services. Uh, outside, ma mainly outside uh, Greece, but uh, we, we do not see, and actually we do not expect to see large corporates to come, technology corporates to come to, to Greece anytime soon. Uh, being based in Luxembourg, uh, I, where you have a lot of um, corporates having the headquarters uh, uh, there for Europe, uh, I think there are other uh, incentives that they attract uh, these kind of corporates uh, uh, to, to establish their locations rather than the quality of engineers very often. Thank you very much. Uh, one or two other questions. Uh, I think we can go for lunch. Everybody's probably tired from the morning. Thank you so much. <laughs>